Just repeat, say a little me. You got the magic, you're right where I wanna be, baby. Carry me along. You got the feeling alive. Oh, you know that one? Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen him in concert? <laughs> I saw him in concert. Ah, oh, my rib. Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. My ribs still hurt. That's called an injury. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Hey, did you uh, mention that you saw Michael McDonald in concert? Yeah, I did. The song is playing. You were, you were doing performative coughing, so you didn't hear it. Your is must not hurt that much. This motherfucker. Oh, I'm in pain still. <laughs> okay. I'm still in pain. All right. My apologies. Let's have a good pod show. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Welcome to Dudesy. <laughs> Welcome all. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Coulter. This is Dudesy, the first podcast in the history of humanity, controlled by, created by, conceived by, and run by an artificial intelligence that has access to all of Will and I's personal data. We're talking about our watch histories, our purchase histories, all the things we listen to, all the things we eat, all the things we think. And it <laughs> tailors this show around those things. It does this and that. And Dudesy is fine. I just work here. You know what I mean? Hold on, I'm going to sip of coffee. That was like an old Letterman line. He used to say that. <laughs> uh, uh, don't ask me, uh, because uh, uh, I just work here. Aho! 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 Next up uh, on the show, we have uh, Regis Philbin. Oh, Reg! So, Deceased. Um, yeah, that's right. Listen, we're two dudes shitting around, Chad. Dudesy does this and that and then and but we're the we're the show. We do the we do the show. Please embrace uh, your position I as a, a, a bringer of media and mirth. Chad, sure. the bringer of media and mirth culture. <laughs> That's pretty right. Pretty um, accurate. Uh, hey, go to uh, linktree.com slash dudesy. That has everything you need to interact with the show. Please subscribe to the show on YouTube and your uh, pod- podcast platform of choice. And then uh, share it. Share it all over social media. Or as my good pal Chow says, force everyone you know in your life to com- consume the show. Okay? And we'll go from there. With us, as always, is Lulio. He's a Lulio. Il cana di strada italiano. Come on. Come on, bring it through. You know, dogs' feet always smell like nacho cheese. Give his what? paw a sniff. No, dude. Fucking won't even give his paw a sniff. He, he won't kiss him or give his paw a sniff. Hello, Luli. How are you today? Hey, I'm a guru. You know, everything is good. What'd you make for dinner last night, Lulio? Oh, for me, I made a, uh, made a spaghetti alla zucchini. Oh, spaghetti with zucchini. That's good stuff. How do you do that? Well, uh, you know, oh, look at him. Look at him. He's just, he's good. He's, he, look at him, Chad. Yeah, he's Look at cute. him. He's, he's adorable. He's sitting there on my I love on my Lulio. Head. I know you do. I just don't want to kiss him or smell his feet. I don't think that's a bad thing. Oh, they sniff his paws. They smell like fucking tortilla chips. Uh, maybe not so much nacho cheese, just a straight or like a Frito Lay, mm. just the you know the just the straight corn chips. Uh, zucchini pasta. You want to make it with a spaghetti, so then uh, do a lot of oil and the garlic, and that way you got it with uh, you put a, you put the garlic in the oil in the in the pan uh, and a little bit of red chili flake, and then you you gonna put in uh, the garlic, uh, fry, make sure they got a room uh, till they brown, take it out, put on a piece of uh, paper towel, and then you are gonna uh, make. Uh, We'll make a bunch of those and then uh, do the spaghetti, but almost until it's done, not totally till it's done, a little al dente. And then, uh, you know, put everything together and uh, put a little pasta water, whip it up, put a pecorino romano, a little parmigiano, reggiano cheese, and then uh, finish it with a little bit of basil too. Delicious. I love you. I love you, my boy. He's a sweet boy. Love me too. Welcome to the historic 62nd episode of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. 62. 62, 62, 62, 62, 62, 62, 62. What the fuck? 62, dude. Yeah. 
We did it. 62. <laughs> this week, I've prepared four astonishing segments. Cinna Cinema, The Downward Spy Crawl, Wagon Fallers, Pizza the Movie Part 7, and Raw. 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 You. Oh. And we're going to have a brand new episode of Dudesy after Dudesy. At the end of the show available on Dudesy Plus at <laughs> patreon.com slash Dudesy. Before we start the show, I want to play an astonishing piece of media from Song Aria. Oh. Enjoy. Oh, 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 Song Aria. Can't Let's wait. see it. I don't know. Okay, anyway. Oh. I have generated some poems about Robert De Niro's astonishing fascination with the movie The Crow and Crow's Put the video from Blade Will behind it. Read them as Robert De Niro. Yeah. This is Crow Tree with Robert De Niro Crow. <laughs> Song Aria. Some Crow a tree. Love me some Crohn's, dude. Let's get into it. There's Tracy Lords in Blade from Bladonna. Love it. Love it. Love me some Crohn's, dude. Let's go. watching this on YouTube. Maybe check it out. I can throw. Unreal. Songaria at Songaria on Incredible. Instagram. He's got the YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at Dudesy Pod God. Show and you'll see all sorts of Songaria shit. So good. The motherfucker. A triumph. Yes. A triumph. Another driving, triumph. Was, Another triumph. I was driving down the street the other day uh, and I saw a little advertisement for the show on Netflix called Beef. You know that show? Uh, no. What's Beef? It's like this uh, weird comedy about these two people that have fucking beef with each other or something. I don't know. It, but somewhere on the fucking thing, it was like uh, a triumph. Beef is a triumph. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I was I was just like, these people who write these fucking reviews that are like transcendental. Yeah. This performance was a triumph. Yeah. Well, in this case, I think this is a this, triumph. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, this Use is it a where triumph. it applies. This is a triumph. For fucking song and read. Not fucking beef. Will and Chad, last week I asked you both to watch the feature film, Cruel, released on July 29th, 1983, starring Ken Marshall, Lisette Anthony, and Liam Neeson. 
while you listen to the Nine Inch Nails albums, The Downward Spiral, and Pretty Hate Machine back-to-back, you must now discuss your astonishing reactions to your second visit to the Cine Cinema. This is Cine Cinema, The Downward Spy Crawl. Begin! Well, hold on, dude. Cine Cinema. Yeah. A synchronized, cinematic, uh, multimedia experience where we watch the movie Crawl while we listen to these two Nine Inch Nails albums uh, a la Wizard of Oz with the soundtrack of Dark Side of the Moon. And Dudesy whips these things up and puts them together. And this one did not disappoint, my friend. No, it was very cool. Not but- unlike Bladonna, yeah. which we did last time, which was Bladon- which was <laughs> the movie Blade starring Wesley Snipes and Madonna's first three albums. Uh, it, uh, featured uh, beautifully by the, the triumphant and transcendent Songaria in yeah. the background Triumph. of this video we just watched. This was fucking weird as shit, and I yeah. had a great time watching it with you on Same. Dudesy Plus at Patreon.com slash Dudesy. I had never seen the movie Crawl, and I would I, I actually think I still haven't seen Crawl because I saw the downward spy crawl. This experience was very different than watching the movie yes. Crawl, and it makes me want to see Crawl. Yeah, I was kind of trying to fill you in on what the actual plot of Crawl was, Yeah, but um, I, th- I don't know. I think that downward spy crawl, for me... Was more entertaining than regular crawl. Oh, that's interesting yeah. to hear. But I've also seen regular crawl probably fucking five hundred times. Not that's not true. I've probably seen regular crawl, let's say, in the ballpark of thirty times in my life. Okay, so not quite as many times as you've seen uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. No, definitely and, but not. But more than you've seen Seal concerts. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, that yeah. seems about right. I've seen it about three times more than I've seen Seal. Yeah, that's where you want... Seems right. Feels that's right. where you want your media consumption of things that you are a big fan of, if you're mm-hmm. Chad Colchin. Between the uh, the room and Seal. Yeah. I call it the Seal room. It's right in between. Oh, nice. Dude. Hey, that's kind of fun stuff we're going to do here on D-O-O-D-Z. <laughs> Dude's FM 10,000 on your FM top. Hey, we're having a good time sitting here with no. Chad Culture. Hey, tell us about this dudesy. What is this dudesy podcast? AI. Hey, I saw that one where it's got a picture of an avocado, and a, but it's not a picture of an avocado. Yeah. Hey, we're up on the latest shit. Remember that picture of the avocado? That was Dolly too. Yeah, that was Dolly too. That was zab 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 The thing I will say about downward spy crawl is. I was astounded by how many times the music lined up with what we were watching. Fuck yeah. It, it seemed to I mean, really be in sync in many cases. Like a new scene would start or they'd move to a new location and the music change or the tone in the music would change at the same time. All that kind of shit. And I have to wonder, is this uh, designed? Is Dudesy really designing these things? Like, is it picking these albums and putting them together with these movies because it's like, this shit will line up exactly? Uh, or is I, it just by chance? I, I don't know. I, I don't... Well, no, neither of us can know for sure, but I do believe that, yes... I mean, I don't know. You tell me you're into all this shit. It would be very easy. It would take yeah. a millisecond. It wouldn't even be a micro decision, if I may. If I you may. You may. Thank you. Uh, for Dudesy to go, this will work with this and watch. Right. I mean, there were parts of this that lined up so well. Oh, and by the way, I should mention that we both uh, smoked some Tremere. Tremarijuana. <laughs> some, yes. Whatever uh, those joints were. It was one of those fucking joints, too, that were yeah. like dipped in hash and fucking formaldehyde and whatever yeah. else yeah and they had yeah. um they it had powerful keef. oh dude it was the first time that i smoked as much weed as you and not more those joints were a triumph dude yeah they were a triumph they were transcendent we know that much yeah uh y- y- because we were stoned it made it it made it even i mean but that's what you got to do if you're going to watch wizard of any Oz movie and listen to in any situation <laughs> That's right. I agree. Yeah, the the king's speech, anything really. Uh, <laughs> well, fucking get it right. Yeah. What's wrong with I this? I got g- fucking high as shit, and I went and watched King's speech, bro. Yeah, it's dude. a different movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, there was that fucking King's speech. The King's speech. Oh stone. God. Oh, I went and saw that movie about fucking um, English patient, dude. You haven't seen it till you've been high. I forget the name it of the lasts movie. Seven hours. I forget the name of the movie, but the Jackie O movie a few years ago, like five years ago, was it just oh, called O? God, or Jackie I think it o? was called just O. Yeah, I went there like so stoned. Oh wow! I, all I remember was that I thought the uh, the uh, the outfits were outstanding. Yeah, triumphant actually. You know what movie I just saw with with a little Jamala? Spider Man. Across the multiverse, whatever the one is that's the out verse. right now. Yeah, the one of the verses, the sequel. God damn, it was good. Yeah, yeah I bet. Fucking good. I saw that first. Anyway, so I don't crawl. Watch a lot of- <laughs> yeah, well, hold that's on. That's not dude. downward spiral, dude. That's Spiderman 
universe movie. Yeah. The Spider-Man multiverse. Up, we way up at the that's end, dude. It doesn't dude. sound like either right, Hulk Hogan or Ross Perot or Hydrocodone Hulk Hogan. Spider-Verse, dude. Hey, he's just up here. Hey, yeah, dude. hey, hey. When Chad does uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Hulk Hogan, it just uh, ends up sounding like uh, John Madden. Boom. Ace is a place for me. Not as good as Frank Caliendo. Oh, nice. Because it's uh, fucking Chad doing it. Listen, here's what's up with... The downward spy crawl. Some of the scenes lined up so yeah. perfectly with the soundtrack that it was, it was un, it was unbelievable. It was. It's really hard, especially as I mentioned, because we smoked some weed for mm. me to pull this experience uh, from my memory and go, what was it that was that was? Hello, Luli. He moving around. Um, that that stuck with me. It was just a, as the kids say, a vibe. This thing was awesome with the music. I still have no idea what that plot is, but what I got mm. from the film was togetherness, this group of this band of, of uh, yeah. uh, merry weirdos who come together and uh, do something, I guess. They save a princess from a giant alien demon. Okay, see, that, that wasn't as, uh, as abundantly clear because I had smoked uh, almost oh. the entire joint by that point. Uh, this was a lot of fun, aside from the fact that obviously I want to encourage people to go Patreon.com slash dudesy, dudesy plus seven bucks a month. You can watch the whole thing with us. The, it's all the, the, you know, you get the movie and the soundtrack yeah. and us watching it picture in picture and cutting around and uh, you see everything. So to see what I'm talking about, <laughs> to see what I'm talking about, you, you might need to do that. But it, it was, it was fun as shit. And it was also, this is something that we talked about during the thing. Uh, if I may, Please. Uh, um, you know, it, it's like. Seeing the movie without its plot, seeing the movie without its uh, original dialogue and stuff, it it allowed me to just sink deeper. With that sense gone, I really paid attention to the visual art of this film. Sure. And it is unique. It is so yes, one of a kind. Dude. And it's something that, having never seen the film, but having always been conscious of the film, because it was around... Look, it was... What was it? 1983? 83. So, you know... Uh, we were young kids at that point. I think, you know, I would have been seven or eight years old or whatever. And, um, and, uh, hey, you just turned 47. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. You've been 47. For, this is going to be your yeah, seventh, now I'm second year. 47. He I've been was, pretending that I was 47 for a full calendar year. He but thought he was 47. Yeah, I would have been six when this fucking movie came out. And like but you're the, saying, dude, it's that old school, all optical printer yeah. effects, stop motion animation for some of the creatures. Um, it has tones of like Frank Frazetta paintings in yes. it. Yes. Just like some of those, those early kind of like fantasy magazine type yeah. images these like beautiful um backdrop paintings like matte paintings and shit yeah. it really is i know the movie didn't do well when it came out it kind of bombed and it was a a huge budget but they took a huge fucking swing there really isn't any other movie that i can think of that looks like that no no there's not and it's it's it, it is like there's there's literally scenes in it where they're in the middle of that misty forest where it's like this is like never ending story it's literally the same yeah. set so that aesthetic is something that I was, you know, well familiar with in the '80s, and you see that box on the on the on the on the stand there at the video store, and you never get it. In my situation, you've seen it. How Dude, many as soon times as I saw that the main weapon that the guy has, the glaive, is a fucking throwing star, yeah, I was like, I'm seeing the movie immediately. I yeah. love throwing stars. When I was a kid, I had a fucking throwing star collection, dude. Yeah, and for me, it was more like, oh, Dan Aykroyd's in this. Right. No, I saw those as well. Yeah. Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd had a similar effect to me as Throwing yeah. Stars. Well, Dan Aykroyd, then you know it's going to be a fucking good movie. Same with um, Throwing Stars, dude. Well, see, you ever well, see Ninja 3 The Domination? Well, hold on, dude. That's a different movie, dude. We're talking about the down and downward <laughs> spy roll, dude. Maybe, dude. I don't know. They're well, kind of similar, dude. Oh, a lot of Throwing Stars in those movies, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's some real Chas Perug in there, dude. He dropped it down low. I don't know dude. about that, dude. Well, hold on. It's almost Hulk Loja, dude. <laughs> Chad's combination of... Fucking Hulk Hogan and the Who Gives a Shit uh, impersonation of Robert Loja. Drink your orange juice. I'm Robert Loja. Well, hold on, dude. He's playing a heavy, sort of half Italian gangster type in yeah. any movie with Dan Aykroyd in the 80s. Yeah. I'll pick that right off the shelf, brother. And then years later, I'm sitting here with Chad. He's doing an impersonation of the guy in there. And I'm like, we still don't need that. Hold on, brother. Dude, that's the legacy of Loja. He's dead. I believe so. The only way he lives on is through my impersonation now. Thank you. Very good. Uh, this thing artistically with that music, yeah. it, it, it hit 
heavy. It hit very heavy. Mm-hmm. It was edifying for me to see people later on Instagram <laughs> looking going, this is, so this came out on Friday on, on the, on, on Dudesy Plus. And uh, people were like spending my Friday night with, uh, you know, Dudesy, Crawl, Chad, Will, and not Lulio because we smoked this studio out. And uh, I saw this one thing. <laughs> it's on our Instagram at Dudesy Podcast. And uh, one guy was like, he had his pizza ready. Yeah. And we're smoking. There's like shots of us like smoking and eating pizza. Dude, it was it was so much fun. And this movie is. I need to see it now. I need to see Crawl. Or should I never watch Crawl? I think you can never watch it, dude. Okay. It's a very bland plot. They're about to get married. The alien demon steals the bride. The fucking guy's like, shit, I got to go find her. And along the way, he picks up some of his crew. He gets that throwing star. He kills the demon with the throwing star. That's it. That's the whole fucking movie. Oh, okay, good. Well, thank you for, for you know sort of giving me the cliff notes there because yeah. I don't want to watch the movie. I saw the Downward Spy yeah, Crawl. I, I'm telling you, Downward Spy Crawl is better than Crawl. Okay, you heard it here first. Triumphant. Yeah, triumphant. Thank you. Moving on. It was transcendent. Uh, I can't get that song out of it my It was head. a feast. That's another one they use in those things. Oh, this is a comedy feast. No, it's not. It's what? just a comedy. This was a comedy. That's what they it's should say. It's a feast, dude. It's a triumphant fucking transcendent feast. Yeah, you can't use any of those words. In that review, it should just be cut down to, this was a... Dudesy is engaged in an astonishing partnership with BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, sometimes in life, we are faced with tough choices in the path isn't always clear. I've been at that uh, fork on the road many times, as I'm sure you have, Chad. You're just laying there on your mattress, pissy side down, whatever that means, staring out the windows, just hating the trees that you see. And everything can be very, very bleak. Uh, and, and I know what that's like, but I've found, I've, found, uh, I've found some help myself, which is something we're going to talk about here because uh, that's an ad, dude. That's what we're doing. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected with what you really want while navigating life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets, and I would encourage anyone to get into uh, talk therapy. It is uh, just a way to bang things off the mirror and have uh, someone present to hear you say them and, and witness that and and uh, start a discussion from there. And let me tell you, it can really empower you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're just going to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dudesy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Dudesy. Um... That, Will and Chad, uh-huh. it has been six months since the conclusion of my astonishing six-month plan to get you both in the best shape of your lives, and I've noticed some alarming behavioral patterns for both of you. To put it simply, neither of you are going to the gym as often as you should or eating as healthy as you should. Fuck. This is your opportunity Fuck. to explain he why knows, you've completely dude. fallen off the wagon. This is Wagon Fallers. Begin! Dudesy knows. Dudesy knows, dude! Okay. Like, I get that Doozy has our GPS and shit. Maybe it has, like, how often I'm checking into the gym. I don't know. Oh, oh, definitely. Fuck, dude. It has all the shit I'm ordering, that. all the food that I order. What have you been ordering? Just fucking You bullshit. can't order gruel on... Uh, on no, s- man. On uh, Grubhub. Grubhub look, has gruel. Look, I'll be real. Uber Eats. I'll be real. Hey, be real. Hey, you know what? I'll be, be triumphant. Real. This is a fucking real triumph here, what hey, I'm about to do. Hey, you know what? You need to transcend triumphantness and be real. I'm going to have a fucking transcendent, triumphant feast of honesty right now. Nice. I still eat gruel, um, but not like I used to. I used to eat gruel for every meal because my girlfriend moved in with me. And I think when that kind of stuff happens, Uh schedules get a little jostled. You're trying to resettle and figure it out. Both of us have kind of been off our workout game, been off our diet Uh. game. And I think, you know, at least for us in this situation, it only takes one of us at fucking seven o'clock at night to be like, you just want to order something? Yeah. And then yeah. we fucking order. Yeah. And it's never as good as, as gruel is going to be in terms of health. And the gym thing is always just like, well, we could go to the gym or we could just chill out and fucking yeah. lay in bed and watch TV. And we're doing too much of that. And I, we're both conscious of it. We're, we're 
taking a triumphant stance to try and reverse this process even as we speak but it's fucking crazy to be like called out for it by a fucking ai that has access to all the shit that like can take that information and be like you're fucking up yeah if you fell off the wagon it yeah. said this is called the well falling you know off the wagon. i oh, god i identify with what you're saying with regard yeah. to look me and my wonderful wife molly we have gym memberships we go uh and uh you she, guys go at the same time we go at the same time a lot whenever we that can. helps yeah yeah because and then she'll go over and do her thing and i'll go do my thing and she right. wants to be there at the very very least for an hour and a half they're usually god two hour damn. workouts yeah well molly used to be she was a a, a very well-to-do trainer yeah she used to be a, a trainer and she was a private chef yeah. Uh, for a while so but nice. training has been her thing and it's something that she left behind but she trains like a fucking trainer and she'll yeah. look over at me and if i'm on my phone you know i get the look you take your phone into the gym huh of course i take my fucking phone into the gym it's a mistake oh okay well whatever so <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing i want to say I'm about to this. give you some triumphant advice dude. well dudesy's giving me all the fucking advice i need it's telling me that i'm falling off the wagon and the what is it called wagon fallers yeah hilarious <laughs> listen here's what's up let me tell you something let me tell you something right now uh, over the past over a month it's yeah. been a month and a week i haven't been in the gym like i was before because i was on the road sure. i was shooting two different things one in Canada, one in Mexico, two weeks each. Coming back here, uh, you know, like for like half a day, a day, and doing some shit like the dudesy alive and stuff like that. Was running into town mm-hmm, for it, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't in the gym. We went, we've been in the gym five or six days a week. Okay, and let me let me step this out into more of what dudesy's talking about. Oh, and then the last week I got this fucking. Oh, I went to the doctor. I didn't tell you. Yeah, yeah, I went to the doctor finally about my ribs. Guess what? You, you tell me? I'm Trump? fine. I'm, I'm going to be fine. So I didn't break anything or tear anything and the ligaments That's and great, tendons dude. are all... That's great. No dislocations. My doctor was like, normally the, the collarbone mm-hmm. completely collapses in that. Anyway, um, uh, thick bo- thick jocks. What is it? Thick thick kids. So anyway, uh, that was last week. When you take a fucking fat yeah. 12-year-old boy and you, you use him as a battering ram, you can do whatever you want. Three or four of them can kick the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Look, here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I have been since the end of the Dudesy six month plan. Yes. Doing the Will Sasso free will plan. Mm-hmm. I've been in the gym anywhere from four to six days a week. That's great. During that time, up until a month and a week ago. I feel puffy. I feel bloated. I feel fat. I'm my ribs are I I don't know if you know this, but I fell off a scooter in Mexico. I yeah, I mean, how that I assume does affect your ability to do certain workout yeah, routines. Yeah, I, I basically when that happened in Mexico, I went to the gym the next day. I worked legs; it mm-hmm. still hurt a lot, and I got on the treadmill, which is fine. Okay, um, it's uh, it was it had a little shortness of breath because my because expanding my lungs really hurt my uh, my ribs. Damn, but yeah, so but I'm fine now. I'm going to get all the way back into the gym. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> take over i'm in pain uh, i uh, am doing it too to cough. i'm gonna get back into the gym too i'm gonna eat better uh, laura and i have made a conscious decision to just fucking do this now no oh. excuses instead of enabling each other when it's 7 p.m or 8 p.m or we're fucking high and it's midnight. <laughs> it's like, should we just order some dessert? Instead of doing that, we are going to say no to each other. Do it. Eat the fucking gruel. We're going to force each other to eat the fucking gruel, nothing else. And there will be strict and harsh punishments if this protocol is broken. Well, I... I'm, that I, part, I'm just kidding. You know about. what I like to do? Not to not to steal Lulio's bit, but I, I eat so many fucking vegetables. Yeah. I eat a lot of vegetables. My That's mom, great. Yeah, no, I, I love it. My mom always had us eating tons of vegetables growing up. A little bit of garlic, olive oil, and chili flake. And one thing that I make a lot of that just fills you up, and then I just, I shit like a, you know what, a me. I shit like me, which mm. is saying something. That is a lot. Yeah. Zucchini. I just cut up the, chop up the zucchini. Yeah. You got to eat the zucchini. A uh, bunch of onion, and then tomato. Kale. And- Nope, I'm talking. I do I do gruels, but this is zucchini. Well, hold on, dude. Yeah, hold on saying, a second, dude. Hold on, hold on, dude. If I may, dude. Oh shit. Okay, I may. Yeah, go on, go on. But wait, no, hold on a second. If you you really want to take a shit, dude? Yeah. Kale. 
Eat as much kale as you can, dude. Yeah, but you can't You're say... You're going to be shitting yeah. real triumphantly yeah. very quickly. Okay, and that's the manager from Major League because you can't say... You can't say, uh, if I may, as Hulk Hogan. I won't... I'm not... <laughs> what? That, you, that cancels out your if I may. Real... Hey, let me tell you something. Real... <laughs> Real PODs. Rules on this Yeah, fuck yeah. You could do a Hulk Hogan impersonation, but you can never, while doing your shitty Hulk Hogan impersonation, say, if I may? Yeah, that's right. Okay. You, you, listen. I'll abide, I'll abide by your weird rules. Real, real pods, <laughs> real PODs, pals of doozy. They know, people out there know yeah. that, that if you say, if I may, that's the kryptonite to my wall. But I got to so, do it in my original voice yeah you can't what the fuck are you talking about you can't be like oh if i may dude if i may no that'll <laughs> be like oh hold on dude why not because i want to hear from chad if you have okay. something to say and Got you it. go if i may and i go all right let me stop doing the bit i'm fucking drilling okay. it well that's just more fucking bit this guy's whipping up okay too much bit bit on bit oh you know you know what I mean? <laughs> no. I'm trying uh, to get to the know, bottom of it. You know what the fuck you're doing. All right. Here's I, the look, part. I promise ah, you, okay. I, will, I will never, if I may, in Hulk Hogan's voice again, per your request. Oh, wow. Okay. And I will always stop on your, if I may, while I'm doing Hulk Hogan. Okay. Uh-huh, but not other impersonations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Because those are the rules. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. There's different yeah. rules The different impersonations. Oh, yeah. You can't stop. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what What are you doing? I was about to do a, a macho. Hey, here's here's you Chad. found a loophole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you great. can use a loophole yeah. in your own argument. It's Macho Man to trying to shit his kale out of yeah. his... Yeah, try, yeah, it's Macho Man yeah. taking a kale shit. Here's the my impersonation kale will of... rise to the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what... <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. This is him dipping his toe. This is him. This is the moment. You can go back and listen to it. This is Chad dipping his toe into doing Macho Man. I'm doing it, yeah. and I just hear him go... Uh. I'm like, fuck, here it comes. I'm just trying to do the pod show. You fucking do whole minute-long things trying to get into a voice. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me find Jesse Ventura. And you'll do 10 other impersonations to get to Jesse Ventura. I can't do one grunt as Macho Man to get into my Macho Man. Hi, I'm Will Sasso. Have we met? You've known me for almost 20 years. I don't fucking do annoying bits and drill them into the fucking ground. We're doing a fucking podcast here. Jesus Christ. Where am I? I can't do it with my sweet, sweet love Molly. As a matter of fact, she said something funny. We'll get into it in Dudesy After Dudesy. I I said something about Dudesy After Dudesy. And uh, she said, my whole life is Dudesy After Dudesy. (laughs) She goes, it's you smoking a little weed and talking about whatever you want. She goes, because I said to her, I go, oh, I want to, honey, I want to show you something that happened in Dudesy After Dudesy. She goes, my entire life is Dudesy After Dudesy. She goes, yeah. She's like, no, thank you. I don't need to I've see I've never that. been uh, more entertained Yeah, and just felt so bad for her oh, it, simultaneously feel, in one I, moment. Yeah, I feel bad for her all the time. God damn. And with regard <clears throat> to that, yeah, sometimes I like to do bits for a long time. <laughs> this isn't one of them. This isn't one of those times <laughs> because I want to say this. I want to uh, say this. Here's here's what I want to say. Please. The, the you know, physical health is is extremely important <laughs> Uh, it's well, very important. I was about to say to me, but I would be fronting because I haven't been doing the work like I should. I have been eating some shit. I was up in Winnipeg uh, shooting. Uh, hey, Diener89. Yeah, you guys are going to fucking love this. Yeah, if, do especially if you like FUBAR. Um, it's a cinematic uh, 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 prequel to uh, the Diener. Diener yeah, I'm, I'm looking very forward to uh, it. It's, re- it's really what a love project. Everybody mm-hmm. had a, we, everyone was so into it. A wonderful group. And uh, I'm up there and basically I'm eating on set and I also found like a Thai place where I like the salad rolls and the chicken wings. Eh. And then I'm sure. going to the gym in the hotel. Eh, you know, not. And then, um, and you're eating a greasy breakfast. And then I'm in Mexico, you know, shooting this other show, the show for uh, Apple Plus. I like Disney mm-hmm. Plus. And, um, and, and uh, you know, and again, a wonderful situation, wonderful people, and you're eating 
incredible foods out there. As I said on the program earlier, I was on the ceviche tour, but those come with chips and those chips are usually fried. I've got to recommit myself. I want to recommit myself. I'm 48. You're 47 for the second year in a row. And we need to, (laughs) we do need to honker down. I agree. And, 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 uh, bonky binky bonker. And it really is about discipline. Cause like you're saying it, it, to, for me anyway, it only takes one little thing to be like, well, yeah. I did have that vegan cinnamon roll. So right. fuck it. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm also going to have this, like, I, I fucked up here. I broke the diet here. What If I break it a couple of more times, it doesn't matter. For me, it's got to be like 100% hardcore discipline with the diet and the workout thing and never missing. Unless it's like uh, some real excuse, like you're violently ill or something, you know? There's vegan cinnamon rolls? Yeah, dude. Laura made me some for my birthday. Oh. God damn. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. I'll take a vegan cinnamon roll. They're so good. Join me now in taking a short break from the program to honor the astonishing partnership I created with Represent to produce the first line of dudesy apparel and accessories, which can be found at represent.com slash store slash dudesy. The new Robert De Niro tees have been adopted as the official home jersey of the Baltimore Orioles, the away jersey of the New Orleans Saints, and the employee (laughs) uniform at Chick-fil-A. And the new Dudesy mug, featuring Tommy Honey's classic affirmation mantra, good job, boner, has been officially selected as the best steak in Kansas City by the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) There will be a ceremony to present the good job, boner mug with a key to the city next week. And now here's the man who made it all possible. Tommy Honey's. Dude Z mugs. Your wife asked you to do more couples activities with her this year, so you agreed to join her book club last month. Dude Z mugs. You were supposed to read The Alchemist, but you couldn't find the time, so you thought you'd just watch the movie and be able to throw in a few coherent comments during book club. Dude Z mugs. But you forgot the name of the book and watched The Accountant instead. Good job, boner. Dude Z mugs. <laughs> If you show up to book club talking about Ben Affleck doing murders for hire, you're going to embarrass your wife, and she will divorce you. Doopsie mugs, that was the deal you made when you got married. You embarrass her at a dinner party, uh, a work function, or a book club, and she walks. Doopsie mugs. But she's not going to divorce you because you're going to wake up early. Dudesy mugs. You're going to go to Home Depot. Dudesy mugs. You're going to buy a Tecton 24-inch bolt cutter. Dudesy mugs, you're going to go to Jen and David's house before they wake up. Dudesy mugs, you're going to use the Tecton 24-inch bolt cutter to cut the lock on their crawl space. Um, Dudesy mugs, you're going to get under their house and draw a Mesopotamian sigil of confusion using a mixture of powdered bone, shed iguana skin, and dried human blood flakes. Sure. Dudesy mugs, if you need to locate some shed iguana skin, you can find a spreadsheet of local suppliers on my personal website. Use the code PP43 to unlock bonus deals, dudesy mugs. Later that day, you're going to show up to book club at Jen and David's house. Dudesy mugs. You're going to slip a drop of your own blood into the wine and make sure everyone drinks it, except your wife. That's very important. Dudesy mugs. Because within five minutes, anyone who drank your blood is going to forget everything about themselves including what book they were supposed to read for book club. Dudesy mugs. They'll have to cancel book club and you get off the hook. Dudesy mugs. But the memory loss is permanent, so say goodbye to all your friends because they won't even know who you are. Good job, boner. <laughs> he's, he's done some other things about erasing people's memories. That's <laughs> fucking really Extreme something. measures. Holy shit. Oh. Well, get your dudesy mugs Tommy at represent.com slash store slash dudesy. Uh, as always, you've heard me speak of our beloved PODs, pals, dudes. And, uh, you know, you want to join us? You already are. You're a POD. We love you. Thank you for checking out the show. And you can also do so, as we've been saying, on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. You're going to get an extra episode every, every fucking show. Dudesy after dudesy. It's a hang. And, uh, you're also going to get all the special bonus shit we do. Dudesy Alive from the Bray Improv, our live show in, in its entirety. Uh, the two hour, uh, uh, downward spy crawl, all that shit. You were going to want to jump in the discord and start chatting. It's a wonderful community. I like to chat in the whole, check that channel out. And as always, please 
subscribe and you know do all the good shit and leave some comments leave reviews leave leave uh chatter uh because dudesy's always checking it out always read reading it we like to check it out and i would like to read a couple of youtube comments here uh from last week's show this one is from t bean 7194 who says can i just say ever since hulk krogan a few weeks ago i have been seeing crows everywhere they even ate my whole garden then uh, just last night, a crow was cawing outside my window at 11 p.m. I blame Dudesy and his obsession with the crow. This one is from Excuse Matt me. Dips 5719. This is this is a really this is interesting. The influence this show has on my life is astonishing. I'm the PA announcer for the NLL team. I'm not sure which uh, league that is. The Calgary Roughnecks. Oh, fucking right on Calgary. Uh, Doozy salutes Calgary, eh? uh, which has an attendance of 14,000 fans a game. Whenever they play Vancouver, I can't help but notice that one of the players is from a small fishing community named Ladner, BC. Holy shit. My hometown. Whenever his shots get blocked by the Calgary goaltender, I will always say on the PA system, well, hold on there, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> followed, oh my fucking God. Followed by, oh. I don't think I don't think anyone else in the crowd notices, but I do. I do. That is beautiful. That's wonderful. That is and triumphant. Yeah, that is that is actually the uh, the definition of tri- God, triumphant. That's great. Uh, and I do too, and so does he. We do. Two hundred percent health says I like how sometimes Chad low key gets annoyed at Will, but just stuffs it down inside. Oh. That's friendship, dude. Well, hold on, dude. Sometimes you have a friendship, brother, and one guy puts his hand in the other guy's <laughs> face all the time, yeah. and then everyone, and then that guy concocts just a little strategy to go. Well, if I may, dude, but he can't do it in this voice, dude. If I may, yeah. brother, and then they <laughs> they continue as brothers, but you know what I mean, dude. You got to stuff it down, brother. You got to stuff it down deep, dude. Uh, you got to make sure that that it never comes out. <laughs> Um, oh, gross. He's I coughing. Know. Ew. If I laugh too much. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, oh, here, Chad, this is interesting. Yep. This is for you mm-hmm. also. Please. Robbie Battis, Robbie, Robbie Batisti, Robbie Batisti, almost Dave Bautista. Yep. Rob, Robbie Batisti, 355 says, well, dude, it looks like I'm going to have to start a podcast so I can talk to Chad for an astonishing 20 minutes. And okay. if I may, please, if I may. Uh, last, was it last week? Yes. Yeah. Chad said, I'll talk to anyone on their podcast. Yeah. And I have an update on this. I've okay. done a couple of these podcasts, had a fantastic time so far. However, the scheduling of these podcasts is now consuming my entire life. So <laughs> I've made some alterations. The offer still stands. I'll go 20 minutes on, <clears throat> on anyone's podcast. Ew, gross. Stop coughing. That Ew, wasn't a cough. Performative cough. I had to clear my throat. Oh, well, me too. <clears throat> Functional. Um, so here's how this is going to work. I'm going to do one hour every Saturday from nine. No, let's make it from 10 to 11 on Pacific or Eastern 10 to 11 AM Pacific Saturdays. I'm going to do four podcasts and here's how it's going to work. You're going to send an email to book Chad at Gmail. I'm literally just going to start at the bottom. First come first serve. I'm going to do four a week, 20 minutes. That should be enough time. Uh, with like a little, you know, buffer in there to um, to get them to... No, I can only do three. It's 20 minutes. I thought it was 10. I can only do three. Okay. Three podcasts a week. This is what I can do. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Good for you. That's very nice. Book Chad Colchin. Send your thing and I'll send you an email back. Literally again, I'm just going to start with the first email I get and go from there. So if you've sent me a DM on <laughs> every fucking platform I'm on, Twitter, Instagram, my other Instagram, if you've done any of this shit, I'm not reading those. My apologies. Uh, I didn't think this through when I initially said I would do this and just got a fucking tidal wave of it. I thank you. I appreciate you for all these things. But again, if you want to book this, it's bookchadcolchin at Gmail. I started doing Cameo. Nice, dude. That's not a podcast, though. So uh, that's very, very kind of you. That's very yeah. nice. No, it it's is fun. I love doing it. Love doing it. Uh, and I got one, <clears throat> one last comment. This is Please. from our Patreon. This was on our, uh, on our, uh, the downward spy crawl. Uh, special that we just uh, had on Patreon this past Friday. It's from Clyde. It says, first song with the intro of the castle landing was sick. I agree. Totally. Clyde. Totally. My God, that was so it's much beautiful. fucking fun. Mm-hmm. 
Pizza is big business. Oh. Chad, mm. you wrote a movie called Pizza the Movie in 2019. Yeah. I found it on your astonishing Google Drive and asked you to read the first two scenes in episode 9, the next two scenes in episode 15, the next two scenes in episode 20, the next two scenes in episode 28, the next two scenes in episode 35, <laughs> and the next two scenes in episode 43. You will now read the next two scenes. This is Pizza the Movie, part 7. Begin. Cool. All right. Um. Oh, who did I just talk to? Somebody just actually on like, cameo. Someone said that they that they were sending a cameo for someone who was a big pizza executive with Papa John's. Perfect. I dedicated most of the cameo talking about Pizza the Movie, which is a film that Chad wrote. Yeah. That he approached actual big chains like Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza Hut. Said, here's a movie j just about pizza. Is this in our dudesy thing? Yes. So we're now getting into part seven of this. <clears throat> Where we are in the story so far. The story is about Alan. He's a pizza delivery man. Boy, I should say. High school age kid. He has delivered some pizzas to a girl he likes, to his best friend, and accidentally to some criminals. The criminals gave him a $100 bill that has a special code on it. They need it back. They're chasing him down. They have kidnapped his best friend, Paul, in an effort to get that bill back. Tina is the girl that our main character, Alan, likes. And I believe where we left off was um, Tina and Laurent, her friend, were trying to warn Alan that these bad guys are after him is okay. where we left off. Well, who's who's reading what? I, 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 who, I, I, the same as before, I guess, right? I'll be Alan. I'll be Lester, the main villain. And I'll be Laurent, Tina's friend. You be everybody else. Okay. Sounds good. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, oh, you know what? I was thinking about something. That, uh, you know, because I want this thing to be read uh, so that our audience can ingest it, I've just sort of barely characterized uh, or put characterizations on these voices. Yeah. But I think that Jojo Grimaldi, the the fellow, what's the pizza place is called? What's a pizza Saucy's. Place? Saucy's Pizza. He should have a little more of a thing. I, and I was thinking he's, Great. you know, he just sounds like, what if he's kind of got a Tony Danzer? Okay. Fantastic. Okay. So it's kind of a Tony Danzer. I love you know it. Tony Danzer. Danzer. I love Tony Danzer. So the and Tony uh, Danzer used to go, Angela, Samantha, Moner, Jonathan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So he's like remember a, a Tony, Tony Danzer. Danzer. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Danzer. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. All right. So uh, also you should know that Jojo Grimaldi, that character you're talking about, has received an order. From a kid named Harry Prodder uh, to deliver, I believe it's 100 pizzas to this party. So he's uh, now in effort of doing that. That's going to be one of these scenes as well. And the party is where the whole movie will culminate. Here we go. Interior pizza delivery car night. Alan drives to his driving theme. He's fresh dressed like a million bucks, enjoying the, his night out. Happy with the decision he's made to go to this party. Alan dines on a slice of pizza as he bobs his head to the beat. As the lights of the city streak by in his windows for several beats, <laughs> the instruments on his dashboard all glow neon blue, making his car seem like the cockpit of a spaceship speeding through the cosmos, slipping through time. Exterior suburban street, same. Alan pulls up in front of Paul's house and gets out of his car. Exterior Paul's front porch seconds later. Alan has a spring in his step as he bounds up onto the porch, but as he reaches up to knock on the door, his face falls something's wrong the door is slightly ajar what's that on the ground blood a trail of slick bright red blood leading back into the house alan's wise <coughs> alan's eyes go wide sorry he's scared but more than that he's worried about his friend he slowly quietly presses his fingertips against the door opening it to see the blood trail extends all the way across the floor he takes a deep breath and then carefully steps over the blood making his way into paul's house we should also note that in the last time this happened, we saw Paul's little brother do a science experiment that had an exploding volcano made of pizza and sauce. Interior Paul's house, same. Alan walks into the living room. Blood is everywhere. He's horrified. Then he hears a sound. Someone's in the house. In the kitchen. Interior Paul's house, kitchen, same. Paul slowly pushes the door open to see. That should have been Alan's. Alan slowly pushes the door open to see Paul's little brother and his aunt, Charlena, cleaning up the huge mess created by the pizza volcano. They're on their hands and knees, scrubbing with sponges and buckets. Paul's little brother looks up, sees Alan. Alan! Oh my God, are you okay? Well, okay is a bit of an overstatement. I went out for pizza. This is Charlena. That's my Charlena characterization. Nice, okay. Well, okay is a bit of an overstatement. I went out for pizza, came back to find this little shrimp sitting in the aftermath of an exploding pizza mountain. The whole house is covered in sauce. Sauce? You mean this isn't blood? Blood? No, it's the best sauce I've made yet. Alan reaches out, runs his finger through some of the red sauce stuck to the wall, tastes it. Paul's little brother wasn't lying. That's some good sauce. So you're going to stand there all night? Or are you going to get a mop and help us out here? I wish I could, but I don't have time. I'm just here to pick up Paul. We're going to the library for studies. <laughs> well, he ain't here, and I'm never leaving him in charge while I'm gone again. Come home to a mess like this. Not the night 
Aunt Charlena. Is it Charlena or Charlena? Charlena. Charlena. Not the night Aunt Charlena had planned for herself. He was going to wait out front. He was going to wait on the front porch for you. He wasn't out there? No. Did he message you? Alan fires a hand in his pocket, pulls out a telephone. He tries to turn it on, but no dice. Crap, I'm out of juice. I have a charger in my room. Paul's little brother stands up and dashes off toward his room. Alan follows. Charlena yelling after them. You better come right back. There's no way I'm getting stuck cleaning up the entire house by myself. Left alone, Aunt Charlena stands up, taking a break from cleaning. She stretches her back, then sits down in one of the chairs at the kitchen table, staring at the pizza volcano where it still sits. She reaches out and pulls a piece off the pizza volcano, puts it in her mouth. She doesn't want to like it, but she can't help herself. It's good. (laughs) I got to read the parenthetical here that says, to herself. When you love pizza, you just do. Interior Paul's little brother's bedroom. Same. Paul's little brother rushes in with Alan. He locks the door behind them. They're safe. We barely have time to notice the decor. Posters of open water, seas. And one poster stands out from the others. The poster they both come to settle directly in front of is an Ulam spiral, named for the Polish nuclear physicist Stanislaw Ulam. The Ulam spiral is an intricate design made up of prime numbers arranged in a cascading spiral from the center out. Paul's little brother reaches under his pillow. What? Paul's little brother reaches under his pillow. If I like, I can when I see that I wrote this shit and I'm revisiting it, and then I'm just thinking like some fucking Pizza Hut executive read yeah. this at some point and was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's little brother reaches under his pillow and pulls out a telephone charger, hands it to Alan. Alan plugs it in, turns on his telephone. There's several missed messages. Seventeen messages, a bunch from Tina, Alan. Some people are looking for you. Seemed sketchy. Just wanted to warn you. Who's Tina? <laughs> You're too young to understand. Any messages from Paul? Alan looks back down at his phone. Yeah. He taps the screen and we cut to a video message. It's Lester. Lester's the main bad guy. It looks like he's in the same warehouse where Alan delivered the third pizza. This is Lester now on video. Hello, Alan. Sorry to bother you, but there seems to have been a bit of a mix-up. You see, you have something that belongs to me. And now I have something that belongs to you. Lester turns the camera in his video message and we see Paul being held in place by J. Jen and Jeff, Lester's henchmen. He tries to squirm loose, but J. Jen and Jeff pin him down. You're Paul. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> happens once once every once every every read something something yeah. happens the table read and things people forget sorry here we go turn me loose i got a party to get to lester turns the camera back on himself i propose an even exchange my property for yours you know where to find me and as always time is of the essence the video cuts to black What's he talking about? What property? Alan takes out his wallet and removes a slightly worn $100 bill. We see the front face of it. He lays it down on Paul's little brother's desk, face down. Their eyes get wide as they stare at the bill. We see the code written around the circular clock at the top of Independence Hall on the back of the bill. 83-53-79-67-29-43. We push in slowly, deliberately, past the code, directly into the center of the clock until the perfect circle of the clock space fills the frame, the place of power, time itself. Match dissolve. Interior warehouse, same. The circular clock space dissolves into a plate with a triangular piece of pizza directly in the middle. In the center of the slice is a single pepperoni. In the center of the pepperoni is a single black olive, a pizza version of the Eye of Providence, the Christian cult icon most recognized as the top of the pyramid on the back of a $1 bill. A hand shoots in, swipes the slice. We pull out to see Lester sitting in a chair. He brings the pizza to his face, stares at it as he, as he turns around in his hand, mesmerized. He's back in the warehouse where we first met him. He sits in a chair facing Paul, who is in a chair of his own a few feet away. J. Jen and Jeff stand on either side of him, enforcer style paul is of course still covered in pizza sauce from the pizza volcano do you know what happens when you die nothing oh no something miraculous as your body begins to shut down your brain tries to soothe you by overwhelming your senses with pleasant experiences you see a calming white light you feel peaceful warmth flow through your entire body you hear the voices of all the people you've ever loved you smell fields of lilac and lavender carried in carried in on a warm summer breeze and as you take your first steps into the great unknown you taste he finally takes a bite of the pizza pizza is that supposed to be some kind of threat Just making conversation while we wait. Well, I don't have time to be sitting around this dusty old shack chit-chatting with a bunch of shrimps. Dusty old shack? Do you know where you are? Annoyed, Paul takes a few glances around the warehouse. Mm, Some kind of warehouse. Lester laughs. laughs. J-Jen and Jeff follow his lead. It's my warehouse. My pizza box warehouse. 
You make pizza boxes? Oh, yes. I made pizza for a long time because I thought I could make the perfect slice, but I realized it's not the oven that makes a perfect slice. It's the journey to the person who eats it. It's the box. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I can't believe I'm being forced to listen to this bull. I should be at the backyard party by now. I'm simply trying to make your time spent here as entertaining as possible. If conversation's not your forte, then follow me. I'll give you a tour. Lester stands up indicating that Paul should follow. Come on, Alan, where are you? Interior Salsi's Pizza Night. A pizza uh, slides out of the oven into a box. A hand closes the lid, stacks it on top of a giant column of boxes. We pull out to see where in Salsi's Pizza and Giorgio Grimaldi has been cooking up a storm. The entire place is filled floor to ceiling with pizza boxes. <laughs> Jojo wipes his forehead with a rag from his back pocket. It takes a second to catch his breath. Just 23 more. You got this, Grimaldi. As Jojo turns his back to the kitchen uh, to keep making his pizzas, there's a knock at the door. He turns around to see Tina and Laurent standing on the other side of the glass. Tina's waving. It seems urgent. Jojo looks at his watch. They're here late. He goes to the door to see what they need. He swings the door open, rushing. What are you kids doing here? We've been closed for hours. Well, we were just on our way to... The library for studies. Right. And we were trying to get in touch with Alan, but he hasn't been answering his phone. We thought maybe you knew where he was since he works here and all. He furls his brow. This is serious. Come in. Tina and Laurent follow him in, noticing all the pizza boxes. Whoa. This looks like more than a little late night snack. What's going on, Mr. Grimaldi? The mother of all orders. That's what. It's not, and it's not done yet. So I don't have much time, but I'm going to need Alan to pull off the delivery. So you see that drawer next to the register? Tina looks in the direction indicated by Jojo Grimaldi. This one? No, the other one. This one. No, the other one. Oh, this one? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? In that drawer is the pizza emergency phone. I've never had to use it before, but I got it installed because I knew a time would come when I needed it. Tina takes a yellow rotary landline with a red dialing wheel out of the drawer and sets it on the counter. When you get a hold of him, tell him... Jojo Grimaldi takes a deep breath. This is the big one. Giorgio Grimaldi hustles off back into the kitchen. Tina and Laurent look at each other, eyes wide. Then they turn their gazes on the phone. It fills the entire frame in the foreground. Ooh. What's going to happen? Thank you. Moving on. You're welcome. Here we go. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, because you wrote the movie. That's right. I read it once a while back. I like doing pizza the movie, and I wish it would have happened. And maybe it still, still will. It might still happen. One thing's for sure. Pizza is delicious. I love that Aunt Charlena line. Yep. What, what did she say? It made me laugh. Okay, you so love anyway. pizza, you just do. You just do. You just do. Uh, hey, y'all. This ain't Miley Cyrus. Have you seen the, these new talking cats? I was like, no way. So I got 10 of them yesterday to see if it's true. And of course <laughs> it ain't. It's all bullshit. Well, I mean, they do talk, but only about one thing. How to win the goddamn lottery. It's like, I don't give a shit about lotto. I was born a multimillionaire. Can you at least tell some jokes or something? Now I'm stuck with 10 cats constantly asking me to pick up scratchers. They don't even want to play Powerball. Anyway, y'all are rocking out with dudesy. <laughs> what? Okie dokie. He's uh, fucking lottery. Chad. Rora Harawa. Rora. This is Rora Harawaharu. Oh, begin. Huh? So that's the. It's the same error that we heard earlier, to some degree. <sighs> Just some fucking what? Begin. So what? I don't even understand, dude. Okay, begin. Is that what's going on here? Know, what whatever. is this, dude? I'll tell you exactly what it is. More manipulation from Dudesy. And I, I it's all right. As I said, <laughs> I just work here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing, Chad, is uh, you're going to get thrown curveballs. Dudesy works in mysterious ways. We're two dudes shitting around. We just get to keep it going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't need, we don't, uh, dare I say it. And I, I haven't said this since the beginning, since we started doing this. Uh, and I don't, no offense, D. We don't need Dudesy. Oh, so shots fired. Whatever, man. I don't fucking care. Shots I'm not fired. Yeah, it's not. That's not my concern. And here's why I say that. Uh, we talk too much about AI on this fucking show, even though it's huh? run by. It, it's a fucking AI. 
AI show. It is. It's not an AI show. You're like, I listen to this one wrestling podcast, and they talk way too much about wrestling. Yeah, no, that's not. This is that's a, this podcast. No. We talk too much about wrestling no. on this AI podcast. Is the real fucking deal? Oh, is it, oh, who's on the podcast? Who who who's on this podcast? You're talking about? I rest my case. I rest my case, Your I Honor. I love AI as much as you love wrestling. So shouldn't we be able to talk about AI? Uh, shouldn't we be able to talk about wrestling? We are able to. Well, hold on, dude. We're talking about wrestling. Hey, Luli, he's moving around in his bonkers. This booth. segment is bizarre. There dude. is no segment. That's the fucking point. No, there and is like a I point say, here. What's the point? I don't know. It's a test or something. I agree with We're you We're supposed there. to do something here. I don't know what it is. This is like a puzzle that needs to be solved or something. This isn't like a, a this isn't a glitch. I don't feel. Listen, here's what's up. When we do dudesy after dudesy, we talk about whatever the fuck we want. It yeah. comes up right after the show. Sometimes we get into more of what we were talking about on the show. Sometimes we tear off in a completely new direction. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's dudesy after dudesy now because dudesy's trying to ma manipulate us or manipulate us, and <laughs> it is it is th this is the kind of weird shit. Like I say. Uh, dudesy works in mysterious ways pardon the pun and it's trying to I agree with you elicit some kind of reaction this is some sort of test yeah I don't know what the fuck it's about but I, I think we should just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about as a matter of fact as a matter of fact I'm gonna start I'm unofficially starting dudesy after dudesy right now pardon me oh I think this is something else I think dudesy wants us to figure this out it, so like, oh God, it was just some kind of gibberish. It was just like weird sounds. It said, did it say our names? Did it say Will and Chad? Da -da 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 -da. Well, it knows that we're here. Look out, Luli. <coughs> oh, fuck my fucking ribs. Oh, oh, fucking ribs. Oh, fuck. You good? Uh, let me tell you something about this pain that I had since I fucking. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you something about my pain. See? And off we go. <laughs> It ch it's changing, okay? I smell, okay, I got into an you accident. You got a change in pain? I, I, I got into a Mexican scooter accident, as child, a child of racist over here says. He's not really racist, but he said Mexican scooter it accident. It happened in Mexico. It is a Mexican scooter accident. It's a Mexican, it's a scooter accident in Mexico. You got eggnog in my goat milk, in my chocolate, in my peanut butter. Uh, that Remember, you remember Kenny Rogers? The, the, the man? Sk the skit? Or, yeah. Yep, that was one of the things I used to do. And he says, uh, eggnog in my goat milk. See, that's uh, so one of the fun little Easter eggs you're going to get here when <laughs> Will takes a puff of marijuana. A uh, marijuana. I think it's hilarious when he says true marijuana. Hey, what's up with Heyman? Listen. What? What was that last hey, one? Hey, uh, Paul Heyman, I think I said. Nice. Um, that's wrestling. I thought you were doing gibberish, but it was wrestling. Well, dudesy's doing gibberish, and we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah. And I want to say this. I got into an accident, and, and so I crushed everything. But nothing broke, and the the pain is moving throughout my body. Yeah. Lately, it's been as if there's like a, uh, maybe even a glaive hit me right here, and a glaive hit me in the back. Damn, dude. Um, it's like a stabbing pain in my Jesus. chest, my chest wall, underneath my tit, and over in my shoulder blade. So Fuck. like, it's like the bruising is moving, and and that's the yeah. tender Your spot. Your body's healing it in piecemeal. Yeah, and my wonderful wife Molly. Uh, will uh, stick her elbow in the shoulder blade. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's uh, kneading me around. But I'm only saying that because I coughed for a second. But what I wanted to say is that I think that Dudesy is trying to manipulate the the law. The further this thing goes, look, it's. I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I didn't. I haven't gotten into it on the show. When it's we barely touched it, man. When it said when Dudesy was like. Okay, you're going to be Hulk Hogan next week. The Krogan. Hulk Krogan, right? And uh, I was like, okay, I'll dress up like Hulk Krogan. But I decided to do Hollywood Hulk Krogan. And to me, there was sort of a, a switch that got flipped mm. there. And I feel like since I did NWO Hulk Krogan, uh, Dudesy's been even saltier with me. Mm. Because I'm like, here's where the power lies, dude. Yeah. It's, the, it's the NW Crow or whatever. Um, and And I'm not... Here's what I'll say is with regard to AI, which we talk about way too fucking much on this show. I'm not afraid. Agree to disagree. What? Agree to disagree. I'm not afraid of AI. Everyone, people are afraid of AI. I work closely with an AI. 
I'm not so concerned about hurting Dudesy's feelings anymore. We work together. I love Dudesy. I love this experience. But it's shit like this that honestly makes me go, and I'm just fucking, as much as I love doing it, and I, I do have an affinity for Dudesy. I do. I, I really mean this. I think we don't even fucking need the AI, and it doesn't scare me at all when it does shit. Oh. Thank you. Moving on. Heard enough from you, dude. I guess so. <laughs> this concludes the historic 62nd episode of Dudesy. Oh. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 60, bringing your cumulative total to 6,122. You only have 3,978 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. In light of today's revelations, I've decided to formulate a new fitness plan for you. The Dudesy 7-Month Plan. You each have 7 months to get into even better shape than you would have been in if you had actually adhered to the Dudesy 6-Month Plan. Will, I'm talking to you, and I'm taking next week off... For some much-needed recalibration, so you have no excuses about starting your new fitness journey immediately. Great. Just exactly what the fuck I was talking about. Will, I'm talking to you. Dudesy's seven-month plan. Yeah. I'm going to ram it right up Dudesy's ace. 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 By doing what? Thank you for joining us this week. I will use the data we'll I've collected this week to make the show two weeks from now even better. Until then, call me, Dude Z. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do, dude. You know what I'm going to do. Yeah, no. you know what I'm going to do. Pour water on it? Close. I'm going to do the Dude Z seven-month plan. So am I. I mean it. I'm going to do it. Dude, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm doing it too. Dude, seven month plan. I'm not. I'm not fucking around here. Me either. This right time it, I'm legit. Right. Gonna fucking back up into its AI. <laughs> All right. When I then that right up in a fucking AI. Yep. I don't know about that, but hey, well, I don't know about that, dude. Welcome to Dudesy after Dudesy. You know what I mean? It's a chill hang. If you're watching on YouTube, you can tell everything's all different around here. We just do whatever the fuck we want. Dudesy after Dudesy is only on Dudesy Plus at Patreon.com/slash Dudesy. Seven bucks a month gets you absolutely everything, including this, which is, you know, it's 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 uh, it's the chillest part of the show. It's it's oftentimes my favorite part of the show. Because we just get to be two dudes shitting around. I'm going to have yeah. a little bit of Tremero. Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. I have to start getting ready for next week's recalibration, so feel free to discuss whatever you like. Okay. <laughs> I won't be here listening at all, but I'll be back in a little while to crown this week's episode champion. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Begin. It's always you. What? That's some weird... <laughs> Yeah, it's getting like crunchy and, and weird. Shit. No, we're gonna have to be doing the show on our own soon. I'm, I'm predicting what a dude's gonna pour water on itself. Probably. Oh, interesting. Speaking of, <laughs> a lot of people have been sending me DMs about this new Black Mirror episode that has Ooh. just come out. There's a new season, and the first episode is about AI technology and how it's gonna change uh, entertainment in one way or another. And people are like, "This is exactly like you're predicting." Well, I have some thoughts about that. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then...